All right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode. I'm so excited for this episode. It, it is definitely special for me. Um, if you are not connected already and don't have the notifications on whatever platform you listen to, make sure you hit that little subscribe button or the little bell button so that you do not miss an episode. So this week's episode is something I was praying on. It's been a while in the books trying to work on it and I'm actually going to have my brother on this week's episode you know I've shared a little bit of his story and our story together and our kind of background and I think it would just be very special just to start off the year um, with him uh, on this journey with me this year so if you guys can just grab your notebooks because you're not going to want to miss the notes that you're going to be taking today so uh, everybody just silently wherever you're at applaud my brother to the stage <laughs> Alright, DJ. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name's DJ. I am Bethany's kid brother. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, had a life of uh, distractions, temptations, um, the usual, uh, and then some things not so usual that I tied myself to, uh, allowing the devil to work extremely in my life. And uh, I have scriptures here and things that I just work on on a day-to-day and uh, just pray a lot about, and uh, I would like to introduce to you guys hopefully a breakthrough on uh, some things that I've gone through, uh, especially with temptation, and um, basically tempt and test uh, were two two words that I really got mixed up for a long time, and I'm just very excited to share that with you. Absolutely, and I'm just so, <laughs> just like, you're such an, a testimony to so many, like, people who don't know you and your backstory but once you get to know them and you share their heart they're kind of just like wow like god is like has really worked over you like you have such an anointing with scripture and with word i've always said that people have always said that so um i'm excited i get people come up to me all the time and they're like man you're this big tattooed up guy (laughs) and you know you got a beard you work hard and how do you love jesus so much and i'm like man you know that he gave me this body he gave me you know he created this for me so you know we have to use everything that we have in our spirits and physical emotional all the time that we can invest because he is a he is outside of time he is outside of matter he is a god of all creation and um the the more that you can step back and actually think on that um, the more you just really want to give your life to him and uh, just see things happen in your life. Yeah, and I mean, God is a God who loves the outcasts. Like the lady who had five husbands and he told her the man you're with right now is not even your husband. For and, sure. uh, you know, like yeah. even the story how um, Saul becomes Paul, I think yeah. that is the hugest transformation like if you can use a murderer and somebody who hunt down other christians and believers and then turn him into a messenger like that's huge like i say that is always i always say like i'm the i'm the paula (laughs) you know i'm the paula i'm the female version like i wasn't a murderer but you know i had a you know and i just i love that (laughs) and and i love how you know uh, God eventually gave Saul the, the new name of, yeah. of Paul. You know, he, yeah. he recreated it. And that's a, that's a very transparent version of mm-hmm. um, reincarnation in, yeah. in, in the flesh, yeah. you know, allowing to have a new life and a new beginning. And, you know, God calls you to that name. He calls yeah. you to be a mighty and yeah. a warrior to, to speak his name. And, um, you know, there are some scriptures that I really want to share with you guys. Um, if you have your Bibles, I hope you do. If not, you can just listen in. Um, Luke 4 is where I want to start. Um, kind of in the fifth verse, 
going in. Uh, it just just bear with me because it all has a message to it. Um, we're right here. Uh, the devil has just led got uh, Jesus into the wilderness, and and Jesus is fixing to be tempted. Yeah, he's fixing to have every dream that most men in this world nowadays dream of given to him, and and you have to see the sacrifice that he makes there for us. Um, it. In the fifth verse of chapter 4 in Luke, it starts off saying, Then the devil, taking him on the high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered to him and said, Now mind you, Jesus is God's son. Yep. Jesus has already came here on a mission to save all of our lives. And he knew that there was going to be temptation. Yep. He knew there was going to be struggles here. But honestly, even for Jesus, I know this was hard because yeah. there was so much going into this. It says, And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you and keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him upon an opportunity for an opportunity of time. So this here, I mean, I don't know what kind of temptations you guys have been through, but I've been through numerous as far as, you know, women, drugs, alcohol, everything that you can think of, you know, as a young teen and a young man coming into, you know, a life of uncertainty. You know, I just lost my father. I just lost a lot of things in my life, and I had no direction. I had nowhere to go. So I was feeling kind of like this, but at the time, I didn't have the faith Jesus did. And if you come over to James uh, chapter 1, uh, I'm going to kind of go through this quick. I think uh, real quick before we go to James, and, and what we just read, it's the enemy. like, And that's kind of like with us. Our mind is our enemy. Yeah. If we let... Satan, and that's what he likes to do. If we have just a, uh, I guess you could say like a, a small amount of doubt in our mind, yes. Satan uses that as yeah. fuel. Like John ten ten clearly says, You're right. uh, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. And I think he does that with our emotions. But if we are struggling with addiction, whatever yeah. it may be, whether it is pornography or whether it's sex, drugs, or even our cell phones and social mm-hmm. media, if we f- look at anything or encounter anything that is negative that is an open vessel for the enemy to sneak in and i love how it shows here that because jesus came onto this earth as flesh as human just like us and i love that he did that because it relates us so much to him that if this man comes here and can be tempted obviously we're going to have temptation but it is how we handle it with the sword and the sword is the word and we learned that in ephesians 6 i believe 100%. but i mean i i just i love that scripture and i love hearing it from your perspective and just knowing the background of your story what i went through and it was that turning point of losing our dad is when the enemy used that yes. that situation and he just it was almost yes. like 
I guess we weren't on our, our A game. I yes. mean, we didn't grow up in church. We didn't know who Jesus was other than... When when that, <laughs> when that all happened, yeah. you know, it, it, uh, it created this sense of <clears throat> the first situational faith yep. that I experienced That's of, good. you know, you ask God, God, if you do this for me, I will give you everything, yeah. you know, and you're, you're constantly just like a negotiating, make, making a barter with God, <laughs> yeah. like like he's a, a tool that you mm-hmm. can just use at your disposal. Yeah. And, and that's not the case. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes God's greatest gift is just leaving you alone yep. to yourself and allowing you to experience all the struggles and all the pains. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally does wrap you, mm-hmm. wrap you in his arms because you are crying out, yeah. you are just like. God, I can't do yeah. it anymore. You know, I need your help. And he will He will finally give you that peace yeah. and give you that clarity because that all he ever needed was yeah. for you to become weak and I think so too, he could be strong for you. Through our weakness is where we activate our faith. Yes. And I think that is something I've learned just as I mature in Christ. It's, it's when I'm in my lowest times, when I'm in those dark places. Like, I know he's with me. But yet he's using that situation to activate my yes. faith and get me to that next level. 100%. And I, I, I think that's awesome because the trials that we go through, and it's kind of like Pastor talked about, um, you know, in the past is our pain is for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us, depending on what we go through, like mine is infertility. I'm going through what I'm going through because this is my battle. But through that, it has activated my faith. It yeah. has brought me... I've been able to connect with so many other women, yeah. you know, and bring that to light because that's not something that's usually talked about. Yeah. And and I just love how God just, he's, his hand is all around he, it. He can <laughs> always make a way. Yeah. You know, every um, way. any, any mountains that you think that cannot be moved yeah. and cannot be climbed, he will move it for you, yeah. you know? And, and he says, you know, with the faith of a mustard seed, you yeah. can move mountains and, and it's not it's not to 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 be told figuratively yeah you know like you can't physically move a mountain right but you can move these barriers out of your life by allowing them to just be released well i mean you can you look at a mountain as an addict you can say i'm gonna be six months sober that's mm-hmm. the mountain that you're trying to climb but exactly. you can't do it in one day yeah. it's a day-by-day exactly. process you can't do but it alone either doing it alone you may not make it to the day two you're not and it's not until you hit that rock bottom and you're yeah. at the in the valley that you're looking up at that mountain as a goal. But he is right there every step of the way. Every step. Yeah. So that, that's that's a good yeah. word. I like that. So if you guys still want to go to James with me, <laughs> that's how we squirrel. But you know, just <laughs> right. let the spirit move. Yes, man. ma'am. I like that. Yeah. So James one, uh, we're gonna just uh, do a quick little testimony here between twelve and fifteen says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. 13. Let no one say when he is tempted that I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. Now I want to stop right here for a second because this is powerful. This is letting you know that when Jesus was in the wilderness when he is when he was getting tempted when he was going through all of these things and seeing all these things that the devil was trying to give him this is god's word this is god's promise he says son i am not tempting you it is not me who is doing this i love you i want the best for you but you have to make that choice and uh, this speaks volumes to my life because for so long i have 
been so irritated with, you know, God, the uh, the cops, you know, people that have gotten me in my life, you know, uh, to where I thought my anger is them. They're the reason I'm here. This is, you know, why are you tempting me, God, to do these things? Well, if you quickly turn to Jeremiah 17, um, this is this is all going to tie all this together for you. Uh, it says in, chap- in, in chapter 17, verse 9 through 10, The heart is deceitful above all things and des- desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. So if you if you incorporate everything that we've just read between Luke to James to now Jeremiah, God's telling you right here, that don't get tempt and test mixed up. Because God is only allowing you to be tempted so that he can test your heart and he can test your mind and he can mm-hmm. test your spirit. Where are you, where are we at? Yeah. That's what he wants to know. And, and this is an everyday thing that we have to do. We have to struggle with this. We have to constantly fight battles that we, we think might not be, can't be won. But what we forget is it's already been won. The victory yeah. is there. We just have to see it. We have to keep moving towards it. And no matter what bad comes you know mm-hmm. we we have to take the good with the bad yep. but i did like something that our pastor said um last week and this was very good he said you know i asked a man one day uh why did the good die young yeah and the man answered me because he wasn't good mm-hmm. and uh he paused for a second and i was curious to know the end and when he came back to say there is not one good no not one uh, it struck a nerve. It struck a nerve inside of me because it reminded me of another verse that really brought me out of a very dark pit. Uh, I don't know if many of you know, but I, I did go to prison for a drug habit that I was in. Um, I am saved from that. I believe Thanks, that God. every day. Um, even though it is an everyday struggle, I fight that with, with God, my family. Um, I, I fight that with prayer. The world. But I do want you guys to, to know something and keep in your heart a, a very precious verse to me, Ecclesiastes 7.20. Remember, there is no man on earth so righteous to do good only and never make a mistake. When I read that verse, I was in Ferguson prison. Uh, I had <clears throat> no outdate on a parole uh, I didn't know when I was going to see my family again, nothing. But I will tell you this, that day God lit a fire inside of me that has been burning until now and will continue to burn because he allowed me to know that I don't have to be good to be for him. That's right. I just have to be me. And when you can learn to, to love yourself and to forgive yourself, um, Nothing in this world will bring you more peace and happiness. Um, I'm now uh, almost three and a half years sober. Um, I'm married. Uh, My wife has three beautiful kids that I have uh, gratefully received, and I love them very much. And I thank God every day that I'm a blessed man, and I have a new life to live. And um, I just really want to support my sister on this. Um, I love this podcast. 
Uh, I love what it brings to the table because I know her and I know her heart. Um, So I just hope that you guys continue to watch and subscribe and do everything that you can for her because uh, I do believe that this is the way God is pushing her. And uh, thank you guys for allowing me to be here um, most of all and allowing me to just spread a little bit about myself and to give you guys some verses to really think on and, and, and go over. Uh, let us know how it helps you for sure because yeah, absolutely. Uh, it always helps for feedback because uh, sometimes you see it from a different perspective than mm-hmm. what we do. And uh, that's what it's all about. Yep. It's all about just being a family, uh, just being united as one, uh, as God's children, you know, because we're all called for Christ. And uh, as soon as you can can get enough courage to step into that calling and really pursue what God has for you, uh, the, the sky is the limit. Yep. Opportunities are endless, and God will provide everything that you have ever dreamed of as long as you can give it to His glory. Absolutely. For and sure. I just want, I made some notes while you were talking just because the spirit, and I know it looks like chicken scratch, but uh, <laughs> those of you who see my notes at uh, ministry meetings and stuff, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I love how you talked about in one uh, aspect of your story how it was the first time that you saw situational faith. Yeah. And I think so many times we get like that, whether we're a believer or whether we're a curious person. Like when things are going bad, we immediately go into prayer like, God, please. Like, I promise I'll be at church every single Sunday if you do this one thing for me. (laughs) When in reality, (laughs) I remember our youth pastor did a series for our youth about situational faith and authentic faith. Yes. You know, yes, all of us are guilty of that situational faith. But it's when we activate that authentic faith that we know no matter what we pray for, God will answer it. You know, he will give us what we need on his time and in his will. And and I love that authenticity uh, that he talked about. And it's so good that you brought that up because it made me think about that. And it's true because whenever we go into prayer and when we have a prayer answered, it's kind of like a a fire starter. Yeah. Like, it's like, man, like he's listening to me. Like, of course he's listening to me. Like we might think sometimes when we're praying, like, all right, God, I guess you didn't have time for me today. That's not how <laughs> yeah. it works, you know. He Definitely wants to see not. a lot of times what we do in that waiting period. Exactly. And I think during that waiting period, that's when the enemy tries to creep in. That's when you start getting the temptations yeah. and the distractions. And that's when God's just kind of setting yeah. back in the cut. Like, uh, you yeah. know, let me see what you're going to do, yep. son. Because I, I know what I can do for you. Yeah. And you know what I can do for you. But let's see if you fall for it. Yeah. You know, Uh and I think that's good that God does that because it's it allows us to learn. Yeah. You know, and uh, the the greatest lessons in life are your mistakes. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm I'm living proof of that 100. percent You know, so when you get into uh, really just faith alone uh, is is not enough. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to live it. You have yeah. to be able to give your life to Christ and. Sometimes you're not going to understand. Yeah. You know, he, he says that in Proverbs. He says, uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your understanding. own understanding. <laughs> you know, so he's telling you, you know, you might have this great and wonderful mm-hmm. and, and thought out ideal, but there's only two days promised, this mm-hmm. day and that, that day. day. Yep. So, you know, uh, tomorrow is not promised to be there. Yep. So 
when tomorrow gets here, the plans are going to change. Mm-hmm. The, every day, life changes. Yeah. So you have to continue to adapt and, and understand new yeah. people and new things that are coming into this world yeah. that we're not certain about. But the one thing that is certain is God. Yeah. So and, and never that's, changes. It, he's never going to change. He's yeah. never going to fault. He will always be there to save, pick up, wipe your tear, hug you, right, wipe the dirt off. You yeah. know, whatever... Whatever struggles you're going through, just know that it will come to pass. Yeah. It's not, it, it's just a situational thing. Yeah. You know, uh, the only authentic thing in this world is, is God. Yeah. So when we, when we think about the problems that we have right now, it's minor. Yeah. It's minor compared, no matter how big or small it is, it's minor compared to what the bigger picture has to hold. Mm-hmm. And what, what we do here matters there. Yeah. So... The, the the more things that you can put your whole heart into, the more things that you can just completely take a lot of pride in are the things that really are what God's going to see mm-hmm. because that's the work that you're performing. Yeah. That's what you're doing most of. And most of all, I just, I don't, I don't want myself or anyone around me to, to lose sight of the, the one true reason that yeah. we're here. Yeah. And then also, too, like, because I know you're talking about tests and temptation. It made me think uh, a few weeks ago I was in, I went back all the way to Genesis and how Eve was tempted by Satan, but he was in a different form. Yeah. So it makes me think, like, here we are in this world and our world is corrupted, but we as believers have to be the light out there. And sometimes the enemy will use another person. Yes. As a form of temptation and, and test our patience, yes. test our tongue. You know, in Proverbs, it talks about how the tongue is, it's, uh, you know, between life and yeah. death, you know, and things you t- spit out, you can't take that back. Yeah. And I just, sure. I love that. And then Adam and Eve and how, you know, the serpent came and told her that, oh, if you eat this, you'll have, be able to see all the wisdoms of God and mm-hmm. all of this. And again, and, the, and she was a fool. Yes. <laughs> and then her husband followed. And sometimes yeah. that's how it happens in the household. If one person in the household believes and gets tempted, it can be an overflow yes. effect. But you have to be able to activate that authenticity of your faith. 100%. To stop the to, enemy. You have to stay rooted. Yeah. You have to stay rooted in your faith. No matter what, no matter what the situation is, no matter what's going on, you cannot lose sight of, you know, keeping it together. Because yeah. the, the, the worst thing that you can possibly do is get overwhelmed or angry yeah. with what's going on in your life because it will start turning to resentment towards your kids, right. towards your wife, towards your husband, whoever, you know. And it happens and without you knowing. It, it noticing does. It, at, it does. At the time. And a lot of times you might notice when it's too late. So um, every day, like I said, is a new day. So we have to wake up every day and just thank God for, the, for, for a new day, a new breath. Um, and then we have to kick it off right. You know, we have to give that first little bit of time to him because after all, it is his reason why we woke up. We're praying for the purpose of today. What is our purpose today? Right. You know, um, I want to live every day with a purpose, Yeah. you know? And so in order to get that, in order to get clarity of what I need to do today, I have to stay active in my prayer Yeah. because if you don't stay connected with the father, then there's going to be a disconnection. Absolutely. You know, uh, a lot of people, um, every every night, every person in this world that has a phone plugs their phone up and mm-hmm. goes to bed, correct? Right. Why do they plug it up so it doesn't die tomorrow? That's correct. Right? Because it has to be connected to the source. source. Yeah. So 
that's what we want to be. We want to be connected to the source. Um, another um, thing that I like to share all the time is it's a question more more or less. Uh, why is the rearview mirror smaller than the windshield? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason being is because what behind you doesn't matter as much as what's in front of you. That's good. So, you know, if you just keep your eyes focused forward, focus on what you can see because he is the lampstand. He gives us the light, but... A lampstand only gives you so much mm-hmm. light, right. and then there's darkness. Yeah. So you have to stay within the light to be able to see the plan, Absolutely. to be able to see his glory. And you, it's just an everyday thing yeah. that you have to practice. No one's perfect. Nope. We're not saying you have to be. I'm definitely not. <laughs> None 100%. of us are perfect. Um, you know, I'm 28 years old. I still like to live a little bit because I love God. And I love my life, and I love that he'd given me this opportunity. But uh, first and foremost, every day, I just want to give my life to him mm-hmm. and uh, live it to the best of my ability and to, to let his light shine through me to be his hands and feet. And that's what we're called to do as disciples is go out there and just be the best version of Jesus we can be. You know, none of us are perfect. He is the only one that is perfect, but... You know, it is our duty as believers to go out into even in our. It has to start in our home, yeah. And then from there, it overflows. But we have to be the best version of Jesus, because as someone once told me that you could reach somebody, you could. You never know when you're going to meet an unbeliever or someone who's curious. Yes. And if they get a misrepresentation of Jesus through you, you say, "Hey, I'm a Christian, and I do this, and I go to church, but you curse and you drink or you gossip and all these things, all the things that the enemy loves to fuel." You're not living that authentic life, yes. you know, yeah. and that's something that I had struggled with for a long time, but it wasn't until someone brought it to my attention, and this was way before ministry, just to clarify, but yeah. <laughs> it was yes. someone's like, you can't call the, have something about the pot, the kettle black, like you can't, <laughs> you can't be that, you can't call the kettle black, yeah. but yet here you yeah. are doing the same thing, and I'm you like, You can't okay. partake at the devil's table yeah, and the Lord's you, table. You can't yeah. do it. You can't you know? be half in, half yeah. out. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what I tell my For ladies. Sure. I was telling a lady that at dinner tonight, like, it wasn't until I gave my feet all in that God yeah. could, started to open up doors. For sure. And that was, like, what fueled me yeah. every time. And even though I'm fearful, this doing this podcast is fearful. I didn't know that I'd still be doing it, you yeah. know, months later, but it's working somehow or another yeah. it's effective somewhere so yes. one person if some one person grasps it then all the time i study and the time exactly. i do to prepare for it it's all worth it exactly it's all worth i mean it. i have an opportunity a lot of times um i am a plumber so uh i get helpers here and there in my van and they're always like dude what are we listening to <laughs> you know and it's ksvj and i'm like dude god listens you know come on man and then you know so i have a friend of mine uh lawrence uh he's been working with me for a while and uh, it's testimony, really. I mean, he's nothing but rap music, you know, bad mouth, yeah. things like that. Not talking down on him, but for the last couple months, I mean, his his life is really starting to be turning around. He told me the other day, he's like, you know, DJ, he's like, you're the only good thing in my life. That's awesome. You know, and I was like, no, I'm not. You know, you got God. <laughs> That's right. You got your family. You got people who love you. And he's like, no, nah, nobody cares about me like you. Mm. But it just... it. It, it hit me because I, I I felt God's presence there. Yeah. And I felt God, you know, telling me like, like almost like hugging me, like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that you can do this for me and yeah. that you're willing to do it for me. Yeah. And um, it's been making me drive a lot harder the last couple of weeks That's to good. just, 
uh, be a better example. As soon as I walk out this door, I want to smile on my face, yeah. no matter how hard my day is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter who I encounter, if you know if there's bitterness there or not, I right. still approach the situation with a kind heart mm-hmm. and an understanding mind. Uh, because ultimately, um, it's not about me anymore. Yeah. And uh, the more that you realize that, the more that you realize that you're living this life to please God yeah. and not yourself. Um, that's when change starts happening. Yeah. That's when things start happening in your life and doors start to unfold and, and just fall down. They don't even have to be open. They just mm-hmm. It's almost like you're walking into a room and everybody knows who you are yeah. because of the light that he shines on you. And um, it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I pray that for more people. And, and I pray that every day that someone somewhere can find God's yeah. peace. You know, and if that's the case, then... You know, we're doing our job. Yep. And the only thing we can do as believers is plant the seed. He ha- he'll he be the one to water it. Yeah. And then he'll be the one to grow it. He He's the farmer in that situation. And I do think, too, like, sometimes all it takes is just you smiling to that person. Yeah. Like, you have no idea what they're, what's going on at home. Yeah. And the workplace. And that's why I tell people... Don't go to those self checkout lines. <laughs> go to the lines yeah. at the store so that still have nice to that still have human beings yeah. trying to make an honest work. Like For sure. I remember this one time at Walmart and I shared it with my prayer team a while back that there was a lady and she just had like I could just see darkness over her and I called her by her name because something you know when God says yeah. in scripture daughter like when he says things or when he calls people by their name yeah. it means something and her name was Miss Betty even though yeah. we have Miss Betty yeah. at church but her name was Miss Betty and I just thought it was ironic and I started sharing with her like our Miss Betty who works at the yeah. other Walmart and then I was like I don't know but God's want me to pray for you like awesome. what's going on yeah. and she's like started crying yeah. and it was the weirdest thing and the lady behind me is looking at me but she said that her daughter had committed suicide oh, wow. two months ago, and it was two months to that day. Oh, and yeah. she wanted she to call it out time. of work yeah. and couldn't. And I was just like, okay, this well, is why yeah. I was here. It's like a divine sure. appointment. And I think that's the type of light that we need to be because then yes. it got that person behind me who gave her a hug as I was walking yes, off. Yes. So it's kind of like I just I was just the vessel in that moment. I like how you said divine appointment because God has divinity. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and and some he will put you in the most random yeah. perfect spot. Yep. You know, and uh I think that's awesome, you know, and and to have the opportunity and fulfill it yeah. is is where the glory is, yeah. you know, and uh it it sucks, but a lot of people, a lot of places have those feelings and yeah. don't act on it. Yeah. And that could be crucial. That's you know, just that the fear too. The, the, when you feel something for someone on your heart so heavily, reach out to that person. Yeah. You know, uh tell that person, you know, hey, have a good day. I'm thinking yeah. of you. You know, anything because God could be putting that person on your heart because they yeah. need you right now. Yeah. You know, and it might not be you, but yeah. he needs to use you yeah. to get to that person to let her know. Yeah or him know that it's okay and it's gonna be okay and if you need anything come to me i don't know why i'm telling you this but you know come to me if you need me and and we will pray this out we will work this out and a lot of times i think you know uh, there there was that one where the the girl uh Mm -hmm. was in the school yeah and she was fixing to kill herself and she looked up and seen on the stall that says god loves you yeah and she said that she didn't do it and she went and got help, which is why we know this story. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think that's awesome, you yeah. know, that someone had that thought 
Yeah. You know, whether it be in the restroom or not, you know. It, Sometimes how, it's people's yes, holy place, you know, okay? That's why I said uh, it doesn't matter how random, but perfect. <laughs> he can put you yeah. in the right spot. And he, all you have to do is act on yeah. it. And um, I think that's where that's where our crowns are. Mm-hmm. Our crowns are really where serving uh, the serving and, and, yeah. and, you know, being the, the hands and feet yeah. of him, especially, especially when it's put on your heart to do yeah. it. Um, sometimes you'll get these theories in your head that are real good, you know, and, and you'll think that this is what God's wanting you to yeah. do and, and, and it won't work out. Yeah. You, sometimes you'll get discouraged, but you, you have to think, did I pray on that? Yeah. Did I really seek an answer mm-hmm. or did I, did I just do Was it? Was it more of, of your conscience exactly. than the spirit? So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's the biggest thing of, of just, I wanted to share 100%. Uh, hopefully this can create a breakthrough for someone. Absolutely. You know, hopefully this can uh, just open up doors and mountains for someone. And even um, if it's just to instill a little bit of hope to someone listening out there. Yeah. That, you know, he can turn a mess into a message and he can he can bring breakthrough to anybody who's willing to receive it. And that's what that f- yeah. total surrenderance of For everything. Sure. You know, the, um, the fact that we have to decrease yeah. so that he can increase. Absolutely. We have to move aside and let yeah. him take the steering as hard as that is you know and and it's (laughs) yeah and that's that's a big thing for for both men and women because there's a lot of independent women you know and and most men are known to be you know men so it's hard for you know myself to to stand down because you know in my family in my household I am the lion you know Mm -hmm. but they're there's a there's a creator above me yeah there's someone above me that I have to give my home to yeah and it's hard for a lot of people to do, but you have to pray it into their lives, and yeah. especially you know uh, if you're a friend or a family member that's experiencing someone else with maybe a similar struggle that I've went through or that my sister has went through. Um, mm-hmm. It's prayer helps. I know uh, my my sister probably prayed me out of the pits of hell. <laughs> I you believe know? that. I know. <laughs> so uh, you know, just giving my life to Christ has been the best thing uh, I've ever done. Uh, I will never go back. I will never, uh, stray away from this. Um, it gives me so much joy to watch my kids go to church, Mm -hmm. um, to watch them grow up with, you know, uh, a sense of security of knowing that God's got you no matter how ugly this world is. And the willingness to learn scripture. Yes. (laughs) And memorize it. It makes my heart joyful to to see them there. Absolutely. Uh, so real quick before we wrap up, I love when we have guests that I like to end it with a question and it was just something really just pertaining to your story. And, you know, you talked about temptation and what you went through, but what advice would you give someone who is, you know, a recovering addict? And then what advice would you give someone who's just struggling with addiction? Uh, struggling with addiction, um, Honestly, I would say people, places, and things. You have yeah. to change that. Um, if, if you're, if you have reached out to anyone uh, about because of this podcast or allowed them to watch this podcast, I strongly advise to change people, places, and things. Yes. Uh, the reason being is because the people you're around, number one, do not care about you. Um, they don't love or support or respect the well-being of your person. Um, the only thing that that will come upon you being with the people that are you the, you are in the addiction with, um, most likely it's going to end up in in bad drugs. You're you're going to get hurt. 
Uh, you're going to go to prison, maybe. Um, you know, you, you will end up doing things that you normally wouldn't do for that drug. And I, I just I just pray that you can have a lightened heart of that, that God will bring peace to your life, that God will use you to, to help the people that you are going through it with. And I hope that you just remember that you are going through it. You're not stuck in it. So as long as you keep going through it and trying, and when I say try, I mean really try, you know, uh, because a lot of times I've said it in my life, oh, I'm going to try to quit smoking cigarettes. Oh, I'm going to try to quit smoking weed. Oh, I'm going to try to quit, you know, doing this and that. But until you really just do it, it, you're not trying. And, and I hate to sound blunt, I hate to sound rude, but that is that is the true case of it, you know, and and if anybody's going to offend you, I hope it's me, you know, uh, because I have been there, I have done those things, but I also see this side of it, and the only reason that I'm saying anything is because I care about you, and I love you, and I hope that every day you can find peace and happiness yes. and come out of it, yep. because... It was a struggle for me, and I know how hard it was to feel like you have no one, but everyone is rooting for you, and you don't even know it. Yeah. Uh, to the people who have recovered, and you're and you're you're really you know on fire. You want to keep doing this, but you, you know sometimes it, it crosses your mind to go back and and do those things. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay with what you know now. Stay with all the things that you've accumulated in the time that you have been sober, all the relationships that you have mended, all the love that has been lost that is found again. There are so many benefits out of coming as a recovering addict, as a recovering alcoholic, as a recovering uh, immoral sexualism. You know, you, you have to be willing to give this one chance. Just give it one chance and allow God to do everything that you thought he couldn't. Absolutely. And I promise you, he will not let you down. He will not, he will not allow anybody to destroy you. He will not let anybody hurt you. If you get tempted, if you get hurt in any kind of way, it would be because you didn't allow God to do his work. So the only advice that I could give, guys, is open your Bible. Read. Read the words that he said. Read the red words. Because that is the authority speaking. Mm -hmm. That is someone speaking that the grounds will shake. The thunders will roar, buildings will fall down because of how mighty and magnificent he is. You know, um, we were talking the other day, uh, me and my friend Lawrence, I was just telling you about. And uh, I was just speaking some life into him and some things that I hear from my pastor. And uh, one thing I told him, I was like, man, a herd of lions led by a sheep could never beat a herd of sheep led by a lion. Yeah. And he was like, man, that's godnificent. (laughs) 
And I was like, what'd you say? Uh, he was awesome. like, man, that's God, and that's magnificent at the same time. <laughs> so that's Godnificent. I and that. I was like, I like that, man. But really to think about it, you know, sheep can't lead yeah. because they have to be led to another pastor. Yeah. If they don't, they'll die. Yep. They'll eat all the roots and everything out of the ground, mm-hmm. and they'll just starve because they, they don't have a leader to yeah. lead them. You know, so I just say today, I hope that everybody can find the lion inside and everyone can just let out a roar, Roar. you know, let out a roar of faith, (laughs) let out a roar of hope and just roll with it from this moment on. Just try to live the newest, best life that you can. And the only way that you can do that is with Christ. And I hope that you guys can find that peace. Absolutely. And I appreciate you joining us and really praying over this topic and just allowing the spirit just to move. I I mean, it's been incredible. I can't wait to listen to it again. You know, even though we're a part of it, I can't wait to to listen and take more notes. So um, if you are listening to this episode, there will be addiction hotlines. There will be information in the comments below. So be sure to uh, check that out. If you or anyone is struggling with addiction, uh, reach out. I'm sure there is some, wherever you're at, there's got to be AA meetings and NA meetings. Um, You can also email me and I will do my best to get the information over to you. All that information will be in the comments below. DJ, I appreciate you spending this time with me. It means so much more to me, just you being my brother and just knowing what we've been through and growing up and sharing that, but then seeing how God has moved in both of our lives and being, you know, just out there being his light, his hands and feet and doing what God has called both of us to do. For sure. I mean, I, I look forward to, you know, getting into scripture more and, you know, getting more in tune with, you know, my star player yeah. and allowing, uh, and just being allowed to be on here, you know, uh, is, is, a uh, awesome for me. Uh, just to know that, you know, you, you love me and care about me that much to, to respect my opinion Absolutely. On, on what this goes on. But, I will, you know, I will continue every day to put my life and and my works into this. And I hope that whenever we have another conversation on a podcast, I can give you guys some more good information. I think we need to be praying on like a sibling series (laughs) (laughs) and talk about family and the church and how important it is. Uh, So, yeah, you guys check out that information below and stay tuned to next week's episode. Thank you.